0: appreciate you being here it is it's a morning report my name is Willie Lawson and uh thank you for spending some time with us today I really really super appreciate it because it's you know my god it's one of those you know it's it's, 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 it's the stuff that that just keeps coming and god knows it just keeps coming uh, it's, it's like roll it's like rolling over you um just incessantly like ah more much more you know what it reminds me of if I can t- tell the story for just a second. Uh, with my, when my son was f- three or four, four, I think it was, uh, he and I went to SeaWorld, just he and I, and we wanted to see the Shamu show, which you cannot see now because it is cruel to take care of a wild animal and protect them from every single thing, make sure that they're fed and they have perfect health. They have better health care than human beings. Uh, it is, and for and for that, they have to, and, and, and for their keep, they have to splash some humans with cold salt water. Um, that was just beyond the pale. Can't do that. Um, so anyway, we went to see the the Shamu show. And uh, we sat down in the drown zone. They had c- some areas of the arena where the guy said, You're going, you people are going to get wet. And then a little closer, you people are going to get very wet. And then you people down here where me and my son were sitting, you people are going to drown. <laughs> that should be enough for you to go. Well, you know, I don't think I want to drown today. Not looking to drown. So we go. So we so so we sit down there, and and, and me and my son are very very excited because we're close. So we can see all we, we can see the, the the whale, and we can see all the tricks. We can see everything up close, and it was cool. And then the whole idea where Shamu says thank you to everybody, and he starts. Splashing people with water now, I forgot that the water is cold, and I forgot that this animal lives in salt water, so it's also cold and salty, and it just kept coming. I thought after the initial splash, I laughed because because we were wet, I mean we were just wet to the bone we we're wet after the initial splash, but the water kept coming, it just kept coming, and to it got to a point for in a second, I was like, you know what that's enough. I get it, and for a, a a little bit of time, for a couple of seconds, I my my joy had turned to anger and frustration. This has got to stop in a minute. This got to stop soon. This can't keep going. You can't keep me here for five minutes. And doubts because you really are going to drown me and my kid, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, everything everything we had was wet. You know, we had you know little portable cameras. It was you know it was getting wet. I was trying to hide it. Because uh, I wanted to obviously document the event it was me and my me, and my four year old at Sea World uh, together, um, hanging out and that was cool and that was like 25 years ago. He just tw- turned 29. Uh, I don't think we we sit in the drown zone now because we're both smarter than that. <laughs> so we're like, nah, I don't want to walk around wet the rest of the day. And then we went to the um, and we stayed wet the whole day. We rode rides. We, you know, we went to exhibit. We did, we did the whole thing, and we stayed wet The rest of the whole damn day It was stupid." I went home, and my butt was still wet in the car. I got back here to Tampa, and I was still damp. I was damp to the touch. That's how wet we got. In any case, um, this is what this is. I know that's a long way to this, right? But this is what this whole uh political thing right now it feels like it feels like the water just kept coming it just it just keeps coming and it keeps coming and i'm at the point where you know what stop it this is getting this is stupid stop 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 cuz it's stupid the president is um uh under more investigation in the house because of some whistleblower thing some something that he mentioned that he was on a phone conversation with the um the leader of the ukraine and promised to um, to continue to work together. And somebody who was listening on the call, because people listen to those calls they do as a matter of security or whatever and national security, blew the whistle on the president because he said something inappropriate. And the House wants to know what he said and why is this case of this whistleblower sort of not, you know, why they don't know all the details. Well, you know what? Because some of y'all don't need to know every damn detail of every damn thing. That's why, um, because there's um, there are people who are who, who are charged with protecting the republic, which obviously a lot of the leftist Democrats in the House aren't interested in the Republican at all. When um, Talib Rashid said that she that she would hang a a, a an altered flag. In, our, You know, from, you know what, at our office, one that had been burned or stepped on or altered in some, in some disrespectful manner. These people are obviously are not interested at all in protecting and preserving the Republic. They are not. They are not. So that's what we're dealing with. So we're going to talk about, t- t- I know I think like I've already started, right? We're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about first, even with the whole um walk away movement and blexed, um, why aren't black people running down to their supervisor election office registering Republican? Why aren't we seeing that? I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you exactly why you're not seeing that. And um and a lot of you think you know, but you don't know. Um because I know, which means I'm pretty sure that you don't know. Um, and, uh, we're going to cover that first and we'll be back right after these messages.
1: Hey y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be smoky bear
2: only you can prevent
3: wildfires
1: that's why i'm filling in for smoky to switch things up because there's a lot more to say and i should know because my grandfather was a firefighter and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires which means always b-y-o-b <laughs> no bring your own bucket to the campfire And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
3: When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door. When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood. Or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town. Or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today. Today. During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
2: And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because pre-diabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
0: Thank you ever so much for your um for your patience and your uh, and your loyalty. We appreciate that very very much here at the Morning Report. A brand new endeavor. This is this is Morning Report 11 Morning Report 11 or 12 or I don't know. Maybe even 13. I don't know. But I'm we're going to call it 11. We're going to call it 11. Um and uh, we appreciate you being here today. What we're going to do today we're going to talk about you know there is between uh the hashtag walk away uh movement that started and the Blexit movement um, that is primarily attached to Kanye West and and Candace Owens, uh, which is the black exit from the Democrat Party, um, you would think, with the popularity of both of those things, that the Republican Party would be growing by leaps and bounds. That they would have six, seven, eight percent growth, um, and a lot of it be because of black people, African Americans signing up. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. So where are they go? So where are people going? Are people actually leaving the re- leaving the Democrat party? They actually are they actually canceling their reservations? I mean, you know, their registration? Are they actually going to the supervisor of elections office to say, "I am no longer I no longer wish to be associated with the Democrat party." Are they actually doing that? No. You know, the, the, the the reality is no no they are not that's not happening do I wish it were happening I guess at least it'd be something that would be concrete it'd be something it'd be numbers that were verifiable at least it'd be something like that but it isn't please don't think that this is happening Please don't think that this is happening. It is not happening. And why isn't it happening? You know, I follow a guy on, on Twitter. His name is Jeff the Conservatorian. Conservatarian. Um, and I think a lot of black people are moving out of the Democrat-Liberal camp closer to, all the way through, the Republican um, Talking Points bumper sticker camp all the way into the more libertarian camp, the ones that are moving anyway, the ones that are actually, the ones that are actually doing something, the, the people who are at, who actually quote walked away. That's what's I think that's part of what's happening now. I've said for years that the people who have the solution for what ails America is in the heart and mind and spirit of the black conservative, and I'll tell you why. Is because black conservatives can take a 30,000-foot view of the landscape. It is perspective. It is perspective. It is somebody who may not believe or feel that they have been fully enfranchised into this gift and this experiment of America, of the United States, but understands how important it is to get there. Because they've not been beaten down by the narrative of you can't get there simply because of the skin of your, the color of your skin. They have not been beaten down by that narrative, but they also don't feel necessarily that they have been enfranchised either. They understand that they understand that they're not quite there yet. It's perspective. So I, They've sort of, so a lot of black people, quite frankly, have moved through the Republican Party and the talking points and the bumper stickers and the personalities right on to the beginning of the libertarian camp, frankly. Now, why didn't they stop at the Republican Party? I've been saying for years, it is the approach of the Republican Party. It is the approach of the GOP. I'm not talking about people that you know in the Republican Party who live next door to you. I'm not talking about that nice couple across the street. I'm not talking about the um, the Republican you know well, who works in your office, who's a nice guy. Uh, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the corporate Republican Party, the people who are in charge of the narrative, unfortunately. They're in charge of the messaging, unfortunately. It is their approach, and I've been saying this for years. I'm going to say it this way one more time. And if you hear someone else say it like this, you know that you heard it here. Like I told you. Because they probably heard me say it somewhere or two. The Republican Party has this steak dinner that they continue to serve on a garbage can lid. That's the problem. They keep bringing up, let me go to the article. This this article is on on www.LibertyNation.com. It's entitled, The Slavery Argument, Why It Isn't Bringing Blacks to the GOP. And you hear all the time, you know, um, the Democrat Party is a party of slavery. The Democrat Party is a party of Jim Crow. The Democrat Party is a party of, um, of the KKK. All that's true. All that's tr- all that's true, but unfortunately, it's old news. Nobody alive, not one, not one person alive. And again, my ADOS and my reparations friends ain't gonna like this statement. But follow me, fo- follow along with me. There is not one Democrat alive right now who is a proponent of slavery. Not one. And by the same token, there's not one Democrat alive. Who owns slaves? There's not one person alive who owned slaves. There's not one person alive who was a slave. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Not one person. So this attempt to gin up emotions, to rip the band aid off in order to get people to join you in this in this way is. Failing, you know, failing and has failed. Has failed. There's not one Democrat politician today that is openly promoting Jim Crow laws or they're not openly opposing civil rights legislation. Yes. Democrats opposed this 1964 civil rights bill. Yes, they did. Most people who are voting now, especially in their 20s and 30s, weren't alive in 1964. You know, Dr. King, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in 1968, 51 years ago. 51 years ago so you're talking about people who are in their 20s and 30s who weren't alive when this is happening it is it is old news you're going to have to start concentrating on what democrats are doing now and you have to get to a clear and and and, and I'm I'm going to I'm going to actually read from the article because I think this is that that how he says this is really really important this is again from LibertyNation.com um, and the author is a gentleman by the name of Jeff Charles. Wrote this about four days ago. And I don't agree with all of it. I don't agree with the spirit of all of it. But there are certain things that are dead on. What ha- what What is needed is a fresh approach. And he writes this. By now, you may be wondering how the right should approach blacks if they are going to point out history um, if they're not going to point out history of the Democrat Party. Well, it's not as hard as one may think. Polls show that the top issues for black Americans are, you ready for this? The economy, not welfare. Jobs, not handouts. Education, not free stuff. Health care. These four pillars are super important. The economy and jobs. Each of these categories, the left has been an abject failure for the black community. Abject failure. A better strategy would be to focus on what Democrats are doing now, not what long-dead slavery advocates did 150 years ago. Charles writes in his article. He he, He continues. But it is not enough to merely point out how, how the Democrats have failed. Republicans need a clear, cohesive message that black Americans can get behind. It's obvious to everybody that Democrats have failed in Chicago. They have failed in, in Detroit. They have failed in East St. Louis. They have failed um, in um, East, East L.A. and, and L.A. In, in, in total. They're failing in San Francisco. They're failed in Oakland. They've, we we could go on and on and on and on. That's obvious, but that's not, the, that's not so much the important part. The important part is that Republicans need a clear, cohesive message that black Americans can get behind. They must show how conservative policies are superior to progressive ones. Most importantly, and here is where the rubber meets the road here. Most importantly, they must, they must take this message directly to the people. Success requires a face-to-face approach. You hear me? And I and 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 when I'm reading this, I and, and I'm reading this, and I'm just saying right there. And the church said, "Amen." And the church said, "Amen." A face-to-face approach. And I'm not talking about deputizing people and. Sin- and sin- and sending them in. I'm not talking about depending on people like Candace Owens. Or depending on, on celebrities. And no, no, no. The party. And I'm not even talking about depending on candidates. Well, not especially if your candidate isn't going to be down with um, what the message of the party should be. If they're going to be... It, If they're going to be riffing on the basics. Just trying to get elected. No, I'm talking about people who work for the party. At the federal, state and the local level. Infusing themselves in in, in, into the community. You know, I've got a book out. (laughs) I got a book out. Uh, it's a uh, it's a draft, really. It's it's it, it's not a very not a very good book. It's not very well put together. It was my first attempt at, at an e-book. It is on um, Amazon, and the name of the book is. I'm I'm, I'm make I'm gonna make sure that I tell you exactly right. It's it, it's it's about community infusion, because that's what it really is about. Oh, and my computer just went weird, just went weird. Um, it's about community infusion. Not, not, not outreach. Because outreach is a smelly punt. Outreach is bullcrap. Infusion. Infusion is when you put yourself in the community. You don't ask the community to come to you. You actually infuse what you're doing. This is called. The name of the book is called Community Infusion versus Political Outreach. The way forward in the age of Trump. It is on Amazon. It's an ebook. All I'm asking for is two ninety nine. Uh, if I if I sell two ninety nine, if I sell like three up four of them, I can pay for my network for another month. <laughs> the network the program that I've got now costs nine ninety nine or nine ninety five a month, and if I can sell four of them, and at least you'll get an idea of what I believe community infusion is. Again, the, the, the name of the book is called Community Infusion versus Political Outreach. Um, the way forward in the age of Trump. That's what's really important. Anyway, let me get back to the article real quick. Um, The overall Republican strategy to earn black votes has been largely unsuccessful for decades. And we all know the definition of insanity, don't we? Now is the time to develop new strategies and better arguments. If the GOP wishes to remain relevant um, in in, in 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 the future, it will need to widen its reach and attract more voters. And it can't afford to continue relying on methods that have been found wanting. This is the the deal right here. That's the deal. It's the face-to-face thing. Now, I understand, and I've told some of my local Republican friends, I know that coming into some of these communities is a daunting task and you're not going to be trusted and because you've not proven to be trustworthy. That's something you're going to have to have to earn. And you're going to have to get over the din, especially now, of what about Trump? What about Trump? What about Trump? What about Trump? Trump this and Trump that and Trump the other. And and Trump said this and Trump, 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 Trump. Because media and has pushed the narrative that everything wrong with Republicans is caused of Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. Right? Yes, so it's a tough time. That's why you get the book. Community infusion versus political outreach. The way forward in the age of Trump. Lays it all out. Go ahead. Go to Amazon. Get it. Search for it by my name. Willie Lawson. W-I-L-L-I-E. Because nobody black spells her name with a Y. <laughs> nobody named Willie who's black spells her name W W I L L Y. Not one single Negro on the planet does that. I'm um, just going to tell you that straight straight up right now. All right. Anyway, go to Amazon, pick that up again. I, I, I'm telling you, it seems like it's almost in draft form because as I remember, um, it really is. I really didn't get to finish it, but it'll give you the basic idea and it's only three bucks and it'll help me. There you go. I need to sell four to pay for the network next month Four, just 4 y'all can do that. All right. Listen, we're going to, um, take a break we'll be back with more of the program right after these messages
1: no perfect answers but that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent teens in foster care will love you just the same
0: for more information on adoption visit adoptuskids.org. a message from the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council welcome back welcome back I told you that, that was gonna be a short break Did I tell you it was gonna be a short break I didn't tell you that ah rap sorry I should have told you uh, <laughs> parts closed man Moose out front should have told you I know one of my favorite lines from um National Lampoon Vacation. Um, the House has approved a Democrat-backed um, bill that that ends mandatory arbitration. The House passed, this is from The Hill um, today, the House passed legislation Friday aimed at preventing mandatory arbitration in consumer and employment contracts in a 225 to 186 vote that generally fell along party lines. There are two Republicans that voted for it and two Democrats that voted against it. There you go. The Forced Arbitration Injustice Repeal Act of 2019, or FAIR Act, spearheaded by uh, Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson, the same guy who thought that Guam would tip over. Anyway. (laughs) Would also ban limits on class action lawsuits. Would ban limits on class action lawsuits. Can you imagine No limits. No limits. Free for all. Democrats backing this bill argue it places more power in the hands of consumers and is, is a critical step in holding businesses accountable for their actions, products, and services. So, if um, Monsanto, who's already paying through the nose for that formulation of Roundup that uh, was deemed carcinogenic, the idea is now there is no arbitration. They just get put out. They just simply get sued out of business. And 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 the problem with this is, from what I'm seeing, and I and I, I'm, I and I'll talk to somebody else. Uh, I, I am planning an interview with um, right now in the planning stages with a gentleman by the name of Christian uh, Christian um, Acosta, who is running for um, U.S. Rep. Down, in down South in down South Florida. Um, what happens if the president signs this? Actually, this bill is going nowhere. Nowhere. This bill is DOA in the Senate, by the way. Just DOA. But I love how these people, and again, this is is Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson's the same guy who thought Guam would tip over. (laughs) How can you take any of this? Seriously, this is the same guy who thought Guam, if there were too much military p- people, that Guam would actually tip over. He's been watching too many cartoons. I'm i am am not sure. I'm not sure. Are smoking too much weed? Weed is legal in D.C., isn't it? Can, can't you smoke weed in D.C.? Can somebody find out if you can smoke weed in D.C.? I think you can, right? I think you can. I think you can smoke weed in D.C. So we're going, to, um, we're going to find out if you can actually smoke weed in D.C. But Hank Johnson, who's, who's the guy who thought that Guam would tip over, um, has sponsored this bill. This is insane. This is insanity. Actually, absolute freaking insanity that there are no limits on these things. So if whoever gets to the company first and sues them first, basically, we'll put the company out of business. And this is what the Democrats want, apparently. All right, anyway, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. We've been on long enough. We've been talking about this long enough. This is a morning report here on, on the Fightback Media Network. Um, until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, take care of yourself. Uh, we will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.